Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a good Saturday morning and also want to wish some good luck to contestants in a couple of fishing rodeos. we got the Blue Marlin Grand Championship. The weigh-in will be tonight. It's an event they call the greatest show in sport fishing at 8 o'clock at Orange Beach, Alabama. If you can't be there in person, check it out. You can... Look it up on your uh, YouTube or your computer or iPhone. Just go to BlueMarlinGrandChampionship.com and check it out. That's going to be 8 p.m. tonight. Always exciting when those big blue marlins come in. Also want to wish good luck to the kids 15 and younger. They'll be fishing in today's Roy Martin Young Anglers Tournament. That is a prelude to next weekend's 90th annual Alabama Deep Sea Fishing Rodeo. So, Lots of fishing activity going on along the Alabama coast the uh, next couple of weeks. Also, here's some breaking news. Effective Monday, the red snapper limit in Louisiana offshore waters from, will be increased from three per person to four per person. Now, the 16-inch minimum remains in effect, but uh, that's a, kind of a change. Normally, when we break some news about fish limits, we're taking something away uh, here's going to be given. I'll explain why they did that and how long you can expect it to go on a little bit later on. And uh, are you familiar with the term acronym? Acronym is a name that uses uh, letters and abbreviation that describes it. And our Louisiana Offshore Waters now has a new FAD, F-A-D. But it's not a trend. It's actually a fish attracting device. It's been located south of Venice in about 451 feet of water. We'll talk about what you can expect if you head out there to the new fish-attracting device called a FAD. And as each week, we're going to have those live real-time fishing reports to complement your personal reports, your comments, your question. And I've got a question for the audience this morning. Monday, I will be with our friend Chef Philippe Parola shooting a cooking feature for Bayou Wild TV. The dish will be snakehead fish, the invasive exotic species. You might recall a couple weeks back, uh, the first one has been discovered in Louisiana. It's been slowly infiltrating its way from up north down to the south, and the first one was found here in Louisiana. And the question for you is, would you sample it? Would you eat it? And if you have eaten snakehead, which I don't think many of you have, let me know. Is it as tasty as the gourmet say it? Is the recipe We'll be preparing is snakehead fish almondine. And Chef Philippe tells me it's pretty good, and i, I got to trust him. Uh, he's the author of that book, uh, Can't Beat Em, Eat Em. And uh, that, in fact, he's got a snakehead recipe in there. That'll be the one we'll be cooking. And if you want to drop by, we'll be at Fred's uh, over there in, uh, on the Amy River. We'll be over there about 
I think about 5 o'clock if you want to come grab a bite. We'll be giving some samples away. And if not, check us out. Check out Bayou Wild TV, and it'll be on one of our upcoming episodes in new season 11. We also have the story of a New Orleans guy. He was cited for allegedly taking charter trips without the required license and permit. He's been designated as this week's bad boy of the outdoors. Then later, we're going to talk with one of the agents who make those stories possible. Her name is Sergeant Sonny Nelson. She'll be talking about the LWAA, Louisiana Wildlife Agents Association, and how you can help support their charitable efforts by treating yourself and maybe your family and friends to some really sharp outdoor gear from the Louisiana Wildlife Agents Association. If you're headed out today, Coastal Marine Forecast, be aware, heat advisory, mid-90s, uh, try to keep your trips early and maybe late and short if possible. Only looking at about 20% chance of rain. Offshore southwest winds 5 to 10 knots, 2-foot seas. That's good snapper weather. And interior lakes and bays, smooth sailing. Southwest winds 5 to 10. Average tide range, it's rolling 1.6 feet. Mississippi River sitting at about 3.0 and finally get a little bit of a rise. But it's low. Salt water is in, and that's good news for you speckled trout fishermen. We'll be back to talk more about the fishing. We'll go to Shell Beach first and talk to Robbie Campo. He's down at Campo's Marina waiting on you. His report on where to go and how to catch. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, if you're going to be fishing down in St. Bernard Parish, uh, you're going to be looking at a strong incoming tide. High tide's about 11 a.m., so most of the morning you'll be faced with an incoming tide that'll be accelerated a little bit probably by those southwest winds. Uh, not going to be very strong, maybe 5 to 10, some pretty smooth conditions. Uh, low tide's not until midnight. Robbie Campos down at Campos Marine in Shell Beach and. He's got some more info to add to that. Robbie, how's the week been going, and what's the outlook for the weekend? Did you, were you all lucky enough to get any showers down there in this intense heat? Yeah, Don, we got a good rain yesterday, kind of cooled things off. We've been getting a little bit of showers during the week. Uh, you know, you know, midday stuff, you get, you know, 2, 3 o'clock, you get a, you get a little shower pass through here and kind of kind of try to cool things off, but it, it really doesn't work. But um, nevertheless, it's good it's been cooling the water off a little bit on a surface temperature anyway. Um, but I tell you, this week was just a, man, it was just a great week for fishing, the latter part of the week anyway. Um, you know, we started getting a little bit more tide movement. The first part of the week, we didn't have much going on. It was, you know, it was kind of meek tides and in and out tides and, uh, you know, like the two tides a day stuff. And now we got some incoming tide um, and we're starting to see some fish being caught. And I tell you, Don, it did really well. 
Um, you know, if you guys that you know, you guys who like to fish Black Bay um, on a Delaco side over a Stone Island area, you know, in any any spot along there that you like to fish, they've been doing well over that way. They've been doing well at the rocks. They've been doing well at Dead Man's Island, you know, uh, over in Bay Elwha, the rigs in Bay Elwha. Uh, the islands were good yesterday out by, out by Breton Island was good. So, and for, shifting further eastward towards Comfort and, uh, you know, over towards Drum Bay, over to Oyster Reese has been great. Um, have a lot of um, white trout mixed up in them. But nevertheless, you know, still, still plenty of great fishing going on around here. That's excellent. Uh, Robbie, the places you mentioned, it sounds like the, the trout have been moving into the deeper water. Obviously, it escaped the heat. So if you can, and with these conditions, it's certainly doable to get out there. I'm glad to hear those islands picked up. This is a great time to fish the chandeliers in Breton. Yeah, you know, Don, and, and I tell you, it, you know, it, I seen some pretty boxes come from there yesterday. Um, uh, it was just, man, some really, really nice fish. I haven't seen that nice of uh, fish caught in, in a hot minute, you know, so it's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yesterday yesterday was a, uh, a kind of a turnaround for you know for for the islands out there and it and it, it paid off for them whoever went out there so and uh, the guys that fished the red snapper yesterday did very well uh, I think starting Monday if I'm correct on Monday they I think they bumped the limit up to four red snapper I believe uh, that's I correct a lot of questions about that I think it's that's Monday correct. The 7th, uh, yeah Monday so. Um, you know, if you if you're a red snapper guy, go out there and get you. Now you go pick up four. I think they're trying to fill that quota as fast as possible. But um, that's 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 my belief of it anyway. But uh, if you're coming down to St. Bernard Parish this morning and you're coming down to Camp Lewis, hook the left at the bridge and come on down and see us. Uh, Don, I want to give my phone number because my dad's out here had knee replacement. And and um, if you need to get in touch with us over here at the marina, our phone number is area code five zero four. Two three nine five one six five. My dad, you know, that's my phone, so they can call me instead of you know trying to. My dad, he'll answer the phone, but he's been in a lot of pain through this, through this, uh, you know, going through rehab with this leg. So um, <laughs> I hope he's got he, some he, good he drugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what you need I to get through does. that. <laughs> yeah, I think he does, but yeah, he's he's been suffering with that leg, so. Um, we hope he I hope mean, he's doing you know, better. Physical therapy is really hard. But yeah, anyway, oh, I've been there. I've been uh, there and done it. Oh yeah, I know. I know. So um, remember, we are official weigh station for Star Tournament. If you have your star fish and you want to weigh it in, bring it over here to Campos, and we'll we'll be glad to do that for you. Um, Kiwis on a bayou is open. <laughs> All uh, right. They got the and I smell it. I smell a biscuit from here. So. Uh, <laughs> don't don't spend your money up the road. Come and get some of these biscuits down here. And, Give it, give a little bit of uh, spread the love a little bit. Yeah, and get some fresh stuff. Robbie, I got one more question for you. One of the listeners just texted me, and he wants to know where can he get some large shrimp, uh, not for fishing, for eating down in the parish. You got any recommendations on buying it off the boat, or if, uh, anybody on the roadside that's selling some good there's, shrimp? There's only there's only a few boats that are working because the shrimp season being closed. The yeah. sound is open, but there's only a, a, a handful of boats that's been going out. And I, um, but if, if I think it's I think the season's probably going to open around the 11th or maybe I don't know if they said it yet, but I I think it's going to open somewhere around the second week of August. They never hold it to the third week anymore. Um, so if, 
then you'll be able to get all you want because, you know, these shrimp are growing really fast. Uh, we've seen these shrimp show up, Don. They were, you know, they were, they were uh, eyeballs and whiskers, and now they are, you know, a, a good 40, 50. So these shrimp, by another two weeks or three weeks, they should be, uh, they should be pushing a, a, a good 16, 20, you know, for the most part. The, the first crop that was born. So, um, uh, yeah, you'll be able to get them in the next month here or so. Robbie, would you eat a snakehead fish? I've never even seen a snakehead fish, but <laughs> well, and you wouldn't know it if you just saw it cooked. You wouldn't know what it was as long as they didn't tell you. I, I was like, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I, you know, had worse than that, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm gonna try it out. I'll have a report next week on how a snakehead. Will you, will you let me know how that works out for you? <laughs> I will do that. All right, Rob. Thanks again for the report. As always, we appreciate it, my friend. Take care. Okay, buddy. Talk to you next week. Bye bye. Uh, all righty, Robbie Campo. Campos Marine and Shelby, you know, it's hard to, to imagine how a guy can stay so upbeat and cheery in that business. Man, that is a tough business. Gnats, mosquitoes, the heat, sweating all day. Man, it, it's, it's hours. You know, look at the hours he keeps. Does a great job. All right, I got some texts. All right, look me straight in the radio and tell me the truth. Would you or would you not try to eat snakehead fish? 504-260-1870. That's our text line. We'll be back to check it out right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, in case you missed it, uh, Robbie and I were talking about the increasing red snapper. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries issued a declaration of emergency this week to increase the daily bag limit for red snapper from three fish per person to four fish. It goes into effect this Monday, so it's right away. Strange thing about this, you know, this year we went from three-day weekends, if you remember for the past few years, you could catch them on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If it was a holiday weekend, you could catch them on Mondays. We went to seven days a week, and we have actually taken less fish, according to the quota, than at this time than we did last year with more days fishing. So what this tells me is when you've got seven-day-a-week fishing, it spreads out the pressure. You don't have these derbies running out there. Everybody goes out at the same time to catch these fish, and it's, it's good news. Uh, It's also a real credit to our Louisiana Creole program. Uh, It was developed here in Louisiana, and we convinced the feds to let us manage Red Snapper and uh, doing a much better job. And by the way, that ROLP, that Recreational Offshore Landing Permit, I know a lot of you complain about, "Eh, that's another thing we got to get. I know it's free, but you got to have it. Well, having that is the reason why uh, we can increase the, the, the Red Snapper numbers because it provides management data to be able to know what the population is, how many are being harvested, and if it warrants an increase. And in this case, it did. And that's good news. So go get you some snapper. you got four guys go out now, man. You're looking at 16 red snapper, nice, big, healthy ones. That's great. By the way, if you want to know where we stand on the quota, uh, we've got almost a million pounds in Louisiana. We are twice what Alabama has, and uh, hopefully they'll be able to get their fighting to get theirs increased. I haven't seen anything on that yet, but... We're at about 26.5% of the allocation. We're only one quarter of the way there, and we're already pretty well into the summer. So I'm pretty sure it's going to stay open probably into the fall sometime, might even go into the winter. So if you haven't done it, get yourself some of those red snapper. Now, one thing to note, if you're fishing on an uh, offshore charter with a a captain that has a federal permit, uh, this does not apply to them. This is only for the Louisiana recreational fishermen and if you're a charter captain fishing in state waters uh, you can 
abide by the Louisiana rules. So there it is on the red snapper scene. All right, let me get to some of your text messages. Let's see. we got the steel man checking in first. He's over at the Wrigley's. He landed three reg, two ditch pickles. We need to translate that. I believe he's talking about the green trout or bass there. And his personal best flounder. He fishing by himself on Thursday. Uh, congratulations on that flounder. Jay Bull and Doc Bull are going to join the action today. They had whole baked flounder and black and redfish last night. Fresh shrimp creole tonight. What we doing wrong, Don? He says, yeah. Come on. Well, you don't have any snakehead on the menu. Tell me, Steelhead, would you try it? If you looked at the picture, I had it on my Facebook uh, a couple weeks ago, the, the snakehead fish. We're going to be cooking that, me and Chef Philippe, and uh, doing an episode for Bayou Wild TV and sampling uh, some snakehead fish amandine. All right, here's uh text comes in. It says many of the, was it Manny or many? I'm not sure, but it was a YouTube channel for Florida fishing. They have done catch, clean, and cook with the snakeheads. They claim that it is one of the best eating fish. That's what I'm hearing. It's white, flaky meat. I'll give it a shot. Uh, here's one uh, from my friend Wingbone, oh, Ed, over in uh, Wilmer, Alabama. He says the rivers are on the rise in the Mobile Delta. He's putting some Renaissance wax on those two Wingbone turkey calls. Wingbone, how about you? Would you eat snakehead? And we got Alton from Kentwood checking in. He says the fish call that you advertised on your show a few years ago I bought on the first time I used it. I threw it in too deep water, and I lost it and couldn't find it. Did it work, and is it still available? Uh, the fish caller, that's, that's been several years ago. Uh, I was a young man. I don't want to call him a geek because that's a little negative uh, connotation there, but I would, I would call him a tinkerer, very bright kid, and he invented it. And he wanted to put it to the test and get it on the market, and we went out with it. And I will tell you this about it. It does increase the amount of fish you catch. Uh, I tested it against other boats. We were fishing the same spot, same way, same bait. When we threw close to the fish caller, we caught more fish. Now, on the other hand, it's not going to call fish from a quarter of a mile away. If you go into a spot where there's no fish, you're not going to catch any fish. But, yes, it did. And the last time I saw him, I think he went on that program. Is it Shark Tank where they bring the products up there? And somebody bought into it, was going to market it. But I have not seen it anywhere since. So maybe we'll need to check into that. I don't know if yours is still down there working and attracting fish. Could be an artificial fish attracting if you find it. All right, we got a break coming up here. We come back. Uh, we got PJ checking in. Uh, also got Dixie George checking in. And uh, let's see, 504-260-1870. Tell me, what would you do it? Would you eat a snakehead fish? I'm going to do it. We'll have a report on that next week and a TV show on it. But if you got a comment, question, fishing report, this is the place to do it. We'll be back right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And today we'd like to wish a happy anniversary to our friends at Marsh and Bayou Outfitters in Mandeville. Their third anniversary. You know, we've done some shows down there with uh, those guys, Chris and Ben Tiblier. Got a great little store. They try to get the right merchandise that we use in this area. They got some discounts going on, free door prizes, food, drinks, and a 10-cup whiskey tasting. From noon to 3 p.m., I'll have to get by there and try some of that 10-cup mountain whiskey. What's different from mountain whiskey and a regular whiskey? I'll find out about that later this afternoon. Stop by after your fishing trip or before and say hello and congratulations to Chris and Ben Tiblier, third year in business at Martian Bayou Outfitters. 
All right, one thing about this audience I'm seeing on my uh, my, my, my text message board here, they're not shy about eating. <laughs> I haven't gotten anybody that's put a no on the snakehead fish, even though a lot of them have looked at it. What would you say? Uh, let's see what we got coming in here. We've got uh, good morning, Don PJ, the Army vet, listening in Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, on the app. Well, congratulations for finding us, and uh, thanks for your service there, PJ. He says, I was lucky to be assigned in the Army in Bangkok, Thailand from 2011 to 2014, where snakehead recipes were as common as a po' boy to us. His favorite snakehead recipes are savory Thai fish soups. Have a great day. There you go. Well, we're going to do the snakehead amandine, and uh, I've got a picture of it. I'm looking at it right now on page 47 of Chef Philippe's book, Can't Beat Them, Eat Them. And I tell you what, if it's as, if it tastes as good as it looks, I'm gonna be out there hunting snakeheads. You wanna join me? Let me know. 504-260-1870. We'll pause ten seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, when you text us, please, if you could, just include your name. Your first name would be great. We got Robbie from Poydras checking as he says he thinks he'll just wait and let me taste it and give us your report. All right, Robbie, we'll see, and it could be the next best thing. All right, we got Dixie George checking in. He says, we take a crawfish out of a ditch, cook it, pull it apart, suck the head, eat the tail, so why not snakehead fish down here? We try anything. I love your logic, Dixie George. You're right. If you're going to eat a crawfish, you'll eat a snakehead. And here's another text from 0313 says, well, I've eaten snakehead snake, so I guess I would try snakehead fish. There you go. Uh, let's see. We got this one, Don. Good morning. Just Googled snakehead fish. It stated that the fish is flaky and has a white meat. It looked like it has a tongue. Maybe that's why it's named that. Well, actually, it's named a snakehead because if you look closely at the head, the way those scales on the head are shaped and angled it does look a whole lot like a snakehead, so obvious name for it. But, you know, they might try to change that name if they if they actually get enough of them or locations where they have enough of them to go commercial with them because, you know, they, they tried that with the sheephead. And I know a lot of you know how good sheephead are, but the name sheephead to someone looking at a, a menu in a restaurant doesn't sound very appetizing. So in an effort to, to convert those people, uh, they, they put a new name on it, an official name that it can be named. A lot of people called it uh, Bay Snapper, which is actually illegal, and restaurants cannot advertise it because it's not a member of the Snapper family. But they came up with the name, and to me it doesn't sound any more appetizing than Sheephead, Rondo Seabrim. Yep, Rondo Seabrim was the name that uh, for Sheephead to try to make it more enticing to customers in restaurants so snakehead that's not a very appetizing name either but i'm sure they could come up with something more exotic to talk to chef philippe about that he might come up with a good idea all right we got uh, by the way lt is checking in from lafitte he said he'd try it once twice if it's okay and more if it's good if i was scared to try weird things i'd never known how good ox tongue is Going to check out the Blue Marlin in Orange Beach this evening. Thank you, Lord, for more Red Snapper. Yeah, I agree with you there, LT. Ox tongue, that's a new one on me. How, send me your recipe for ox tongue. So if I ever see an ox and talk him out of his tongue, I'll be able to try it. All right, here we got another text last Friday. We had a great trip with Captain Tommy Pellegrin. Yeah, I know Tommy. 
Uh, they caught 75 trout, five Spanish mackerel, and four pompano. Tell Ryan Lambert we saw a nice flock of teal. This was my son's Mother's Day, Father's Day gift to us. Boy, that was that was great. It was awesome, he says. All right, we've got Steel Man checking back in with Jay Bolden. Doc Bull, he says, bring on the snakehead. He's ready. And here's one says, I hope you had a good visit to Texas. I had to look him up. But the snakehead fish don't look as disturbing as I imagined. I think if Chef Philippe made a nice almondine with him, I would definitely be willing to taste it. Hope everyone can stay cool. That's from our friend over in Mobile, David Hubble. David, I knew I could count on you, my friend. <laughs> You've been to some of Chef John Fultz's Boucheret, and uh, there's some, some kind of off-the-chart the stuff there, a little strange. But, hey, very good. You know, and, and Chef Philippe's idea about this can't beat them, eat them, it's not just you know, people say, well, why would you eat a snakehead? There's a lot of other stuff out there to eat. Well, not only is it providing good food and nourishment, we also can control them because it's an invasive species, and if they do what they think they might do as far as spreading, they could cause a lot of damage. They'll eat just about anything. You ought to call them a Cajun head. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. We're going to go out west. We're going to check in with Captain Kurt, get your report from that hackberry Calcasieu area right after this timeout where you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And that tells us it's time to talk to Captain Kirk. No, not that Captain Kirk. This one, he's over at Hackberry Rod and Gun. Got the, the, the breakfast going on there in the lodge. Got some customers he's going to meet up with and take them out for a great day on the water. Sound like a good plan there, Captain Kirk? It, it is a good plan. You're right on spot with that. Of course, we're <laughs> finished with breakfast, and we're about 10 minutes from heading over to the boat. Well, we don't want to hold you up, but we do want to get a fishing report. What are you going to be doing today? What's your plan? Uh, man, I'm going to go down and probably fish start off along the ship channel, see what the water looks like because it's, you know, it's been so hot, the summertime pattern's in, so we're catching the nicer fish we're catching are along the ship channel, uh, you know, just right on the ledges, uh, around points, and there's different spots along the channel down south uh, well, from, from what we call nine mile cut south all the way to the jetties, but uh, you know this southwest wind's been tearing us up, Don. It's uh, fish has been tough, been real yeah. tough. Yeah, and that heat, man. You you can only stay out as yeah. long as you can put up with it. Have y'all been lucky enough to get some showers to cool it off? No, I mean we did last week, but uh, not lately. It's been uh, it's yeah. been hot, brutal hot, and uh, it looks like it's gonna hang in here for a while. We got a chance for rain tomorrow, but. Uh, and it's supposed to cool off a little bit, and then the heat's back on after that. So what are y'all uh, into? Are you going specifically focusing in on speckled trout, or are you going for a mix? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you whatever I can get to bite what I'm going after. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try some <laughs> trout first. Yeah. You know, I'm going to catch a finger mullet. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the first thing I do this time of year is try to hit a spot, catch, you know, try to catch you know, 50, 100 finger mullet, and I'm going to have them in the boat. Because you'll catch your nicer fish on that. Plus, you know, the bull reds have moved in, you know, and that's always nice to have a line stretcher. Uh, you know, some of these folks that hadn't caught them, and yeah. uh, they get excited over those. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, but uh, we're mainly going to focus on trout, like I said. And, you know, if, if, I'm telling you, if I can catch 20 trout a day, I'll be tickled to death. Yes, uh, indeed. It's been that tough. It's been tough. What's the talk over there about these these new limits they've been kicking around? Wildlife and fisheries uh, got themselves hamstrung, and 
they're trying to do something that I thought was would have been good to start four years ago, and now they're just getting it underway where they're trying to come up with management plans and regulations uh, for like three different zones, you know, each estuary, you know, over there by you, by Calcasieu, and then one for the central part of the state like Grand Island and one over on the east side of the Mississippi River, which I thought was logical and the biologists are saying, well, we don't know if we have the data to come back with that. So I don't know. What's yeah. the talk over in your area about what preferences are and are people happy with what they may be proposing? Well, I, you know, you, you get mixed feelings. I've, redfish, I'm all in on the redfish. They are we, – we don't catch redfish like we used to, not at all. And, I, and I've, I've been saying that because, you know, like in the, in the winter, those fish stacked up over at the weirs and these guys are coming, you know, everybody's showing up over there. There'll, there'll be 10 boats waiting in line and everybody going and catch their, their full boat limits and leave. I mean, these, when these fish stack up hmm. and I, I'm all, I'm all for three fish with the slot they have no bull red fish and uh, taking the guys limits away. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. I'm all in. Gotcha. Now the speckled trout, I think that needs to be addressed by each estuary. Mm-hmm. I, I think it should because it's not the same here as it is in Grand, Grand Absolutely Island. Absolutely not. You know, it, it, it's different. But uh, I think it's going to create more work on wildlife fisheries while they don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. The only thing that, uh, and this is not a major problem, but we'd have to work it out, uh, is, is is fish records. You know, if they go to that no more keeping a bull redfish, the, uh, the, the, the rules of, you know, for record fish, the fish has to be brought in for number one. Uh, yeah. And, well, yeah, and that's the, true. And the record is 61 pounds. Now, I don't think you're going to catch a 24. He'd have to be pretty wide to catch a 24-inch redfish and, and, and break that record. So, <laughs> well, you that, know, won't we might, that won't happen. No. What well, we might know, have to I do, mean, maybe make an exception where it could be identified by a photograph. And if you have a, a, a good scale, you take a picture of the fish being weighed on the water where you can still release it but yet apply for the record. Uh, the other one is with a fly rod. You know, it's only, I think, 41 pounds for a redfish with a fly rod. Yeah. The same situation there. So, you know, and then they're talking about, I mean, they're kicking around so many speckled trout, uh, different com- combinations and possibilities. Uh, some of them are talking about nothing over 19 inches, you know. Yeah, and, but, uh, nothing nothing or two or three over uh, 19 inches. Uh, you know, that, then, then there goes your tournaments and stuff like that, nothing over 19 inches, you know, like the CCA tournament. The star tournament. I mean, right. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, it, it's you know, there's so many different ideas out there. You know, we we put on a little meeting and uh, uh, about oh, I'd say a month and a half, two months ago, mm-hmm. and there were probably 40 guides showed up in our area to this meeting, and every every single guide had a different idea. Yeah. You know, it, it's just it. Well, you can't please everybody, but you got to do nope. something. I mean, here we are four years knowing that we're overfishing and we're still overfishing them, you know? Exactly. I hope that doesn't happen with the redfish. I hope they make a quicker decision and get it done. I do, too. It's because something needs to be done. And, you know, my philosophy, the more fish are left in the water, the more fish are going to be for the future. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's simple. All right, I got one more question for you. Sure. Would you, would you eat a snakehead fish? Do you know what that no. is? <laughs> oh wait! I thought you said a snake. I, no, not I, I a thought snake. you were saying snake. No. <laughs> you know I'm not familiar with a snakehead fish. <laughs> so yeah. you know if uh, I, I probably 
you know, I've been known to try just about anything. I've, I've eaten <laughs> muskrat, so why not? There you go. You're adventurous. Yeah, well, I'm going to give it a shot. We're going to cook it for a, a Bayou Wild TV episode. And, and there we'll, you go. And we'll have a report on how good it is. I'm, I'm told it's very good. White flaky meat, ugly fish, but, uh, hey, sheephead aren't the prettiest fish either with them big teeth, but they eat pretty good, too. They eat real good. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Kirk, somebody wants to come have fun with you all out there. Tell them uh, how to get you. Okay, uh, we have a toll-free number for those out of the area. It's 888-762-3391. And our website, you know, Buddy does a great job of updating pictures and all. And that's Hackberry Rod and Gun. You spell out the word and, dot com. All right. Got that live cam on the dock, too. You can get yes, sir. real-time stuff there. And, uh, hey, keep your eyes peeled. It ain't going to be long. We're going to be looking for them little blue wings teal flying around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> Not All right. Far. Me, too. Okay. Hey, Kirk, thanks for the information. Right, we appreciate it. Yes, sir. Kirk Stansel over there at the Hackberry Rod and Gun. Check him out. All right, we come back after this. Captain Darrell Carpenter, Grand Isle. Boy, what a happening place. Did you see that beautiful lit-up pier? Look on my Facebook page. They have redone the Grand Isle Fishing Pier, which used to be the bridge that crossed Caminata. And, man, I'll tell you what, you can probably catch some really nice fish there and stay cool by doing it at night. We'll be back with Dell's report after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And let's check in with Captain Darrell Carpenter down at Grand Isle, find out what's happening on the island. I know they got a bunch of partying going on down there. They got any fishing biting down there, Darrell? Well, Don, I mean, uh, it's been a little up and down. Yesterday was kind of tough. The last couple of days have been a little bit tough. The wind's been blowing pretty good, so that, that lower bay is kind of kind of choppy and hard to fish so we're having to hide a little bit but yeah we've been able to still put together nice little boxes of fish i mean it's it's been great i think from the way that from the way we've been catching past week i'm hoping that they just weather to calm down get out there and and start looking poking around on that beach and see if they're there Mm -hmm. any bulls showing up in the past or have you bothered to fish for them or check with anybody who has Oh, no, no. About, uh, for I guess about the last two weeks, the bulls have started showing up in the past, particularly in the evenings on those falling tides when that water gets low. Uh, about 14 feet of water. Both passes have had some bull reds in them. You just got to sit there and, you know, of course, the peak will come in another month or two, but you just got to sit there and soak bait long enough that you're going to end up catching a few of them. Daryl, um, now that they've raised that limit to four snappers, is that tempting you to get back out and do a little snapper fishing? Do you still have your offshore permit, or would you have to fish under your Louisiana charter license in state water? Well, I would I would have the option to do it here. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's great for the recreational fishermen. I think it's going to create havoc on the, uh, on the true offshore guys that have federal permits because they won't be able to follow it. And right. it's gonna it's gonna create this total havoc with in in the offshore charter industry. I, um, you know, but I mean, hey, it's great for the recreational fishermen, and it's it's a tale of the it's a tale of the times we're in because, you know, I had a uh, I had a conversation with a biologist two weeks ago, and he was asking me because he was telling me that L.A. Creel was coming in with virtually you know way down on the effort side of it, and he was asking me about what I was seeing on the water. I think this between between the, the after effects of Ida and the uh, in this economy we're in, I can tell you that that offshore effort's been way down. So I, I, even at four fish, they ought to get a long season because there's not a lot of people fishing them. Yeah, and you know I'm wondering if the fact that they moved it to seven days kind of spread the pressure out. 
where before people fishing on a three-day weekend in a short limit time span where it might run out before the end of Labor Day, that they, they got out there and put a lot of pressure on them. Well, now they're just planning their trips more spread out. Maybe that's the reason this why the, the, the catch oh, is down. You know? that, is, that is very true, and, and it gives people – it gives people the opportunity to pick their weather window too, instead of having to go out there and beat themselves and their equipment to death, you know, and, and that was always the good thing about the charter industry is under the federal system. It was open seven days a week, just a shorter time frame. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's setting up to where it's going to be a really good situation for the recreational guys. I just think it's going to, they need to get some uniformity in that. I mean, you got to remember Several years ago, when the state went non-compliant and decided to, to fight for state management, they completely abandoned the offshore charter boat. They left them in the federal system. Yeah, well, you know, they, they certainly, if it warrants it for the recreational fishermen, it ought to be for the commercial fishermen, too. Because guess what? The the, the, rec- the charter guys, they've got recreational fishermen on their boat. That's who they are. So right. It seems right. like it should be the same regulation for all, and I'm sure there's going to be a movement to establish that. Well, Darrell, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and make a trip down to Grand Isle and experience some of that fishing uh, during the summer or you fish you know, just about every every month of the year, tell them how to get you. Well, Don, they can find me on your site at dondeoutdoorsguy.com. They can find me at realscreamers.com or simply pick up the phone at 225-937-6288. Daryl, how about a piece of snakehead for breakfast? Would you eat it? Well, uh, this morning I had to fix a broken pump, and as hungry as I am, probably. <laughs> Why not try it? What would it hurt, you know? You might might discover something. <laughs> so, the life of a charter fisherman. They said it would be oh, fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, have fun if you can, and we'll see you next week, Daryl. Take care, my friend. Oh, we're going to have a blast. We're working on putting the first one in the boat now. We got here a little bit late this morning, so first one in yet but we are thinking we are thinking baits right now <laughs> all right hope you fill them up before it gets too hot it's daryl carpenter real screamers.com r-e-l screamers.com all right we come back we're going to take your text continue to talk about the snakehead fish i'm gonna give you a little bit of background i'm getting some questions about it also we got the bad boy the outdoors guy a bogus charter fisherman and sonny nelson's going to join us about the louisiana wildlife agents association and gear you can get through them. All next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 